Oh, shit. Oh, whoops. Hey, y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy, Drew. Um, I didn't realize I hit the start button. Whatever, I'm not editing that. It's, it's annoying because I'm, like, set up and shit. Um, welcome back. What's up? Um, I, I wonder if I'm going to sound different because I'm recording this at 9 o'clock in the morning. I don't really record early. I typically record later in the afternoon or late at night because it's just easier for me to do that. But now I had some time and this topic was like fresh on my mind and I wanted to bring it up. Um, so like I said, I hope everything's going well with you guys. Uh, thanks for always tuning in and giving feedback. I always appreciate that. Um, so what I wanted to talk about was, well, not what I wanted to talk about, but I, something funny happened just now. And I thought the the beauty of being able to record anywhere, anytime I want is amazing. So if something happens, I should talk about it. So anyway, I'm walking outside and a lady is walking her dog and the dog started to lose control. Not at me. It was another dog around. The dog was just barking and she couldn't, she was trying to calm the dog down. But the part that stuck out to me was the fact that she said, you are losing control. Relax. You are losing control. You are losing control. And she just kept repeating it. And I'm sitting here like, um, does she know what, does she know that this is a dog? Now, you guys might say to me, Drew, people talk to their dogs all the time. Like, come here, sit down, go eat, all these type of things. So why wouldn't the dog understand you are losing control? Which could be possible. But I feel like she said it about a good six times. And he was continuing to lose. Well, continuing to be out of control. So I guess <laughs> it was just like, wait, what? I'm so confused. Why is this happening? Why is she not just taking the dog and maybe going back home so he can relax and be, I guess, in his habitat? I don't I don't know. It was just very confusing. And I thought it was funny. And I was like, I have to share this because it would only make sense. Do you people have dogs? And if you do, what is the craziest thing you said to your dog? Now, I don't have a dog, but my partner has a dog. And... I've heard him say things to the dog and the dog just looks at him like, what the f <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And I just, I, I don't know. It was just a little crazy to me and I'm just hoping. So I'm hoping that I guess the dog whisperer, that was the show by the way. I'm hoping that the dog whisperers um, can help us understand what's happening with these dogs. Okay, I'm just hoping that that happens. Um, this weekend, I actually got a chance to go visit my friend. I think I told you guys, my one of my friends brought a home here in New Jersey. And um, she doesn't live too far from me. And nice, beautiful home that she's going to make into her own. And I'm just so happy for her. But you know what's so interesting is um, seeing people like furnish and how people pick things, right? I think it's it's amazing how we're so different but we're so similar because it's like you look at people picking colors for their walls or you see them picking a couch and you're like oh wow and then you might start like she has these beautiful curtains that I want I'm like oh my god these curtains are so dope however I don't think they're long enough for my new house I think because my my windows are really really long 
And um, I don't think it'll actually work. But she did offer me her curtains, which I definitely appreciated. And maybe, who knows, maybe I could put it in a den. We will shall see. So today I wanted to inspire and send people like positive affirmations because I feel like a lot of times, you know, we all have our lives. We get caught up in it. We want to, we want to always say, oh my God, I'm so busy. Well, I have so much going on and da 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 next I Z. I think we need to make sure that we're constantly just trying to help people along the way as much as we can. Obviously, you need to take care of your mental health first. So I will say that. But I do think that it's important to show up for your friends. You know, I put up a meme of Rihanna when she told people to pull up. And I think that just speaks volumes into me because I feel like, you know, I always want to be surrounded with people that are positive and who are trying to constantly set the bar and just move, I don't want to say story, but move their lives along, you know? And I think it's important to empower people because sometimes we always have, we all have moments where you feel like, what am I doing this for? And to touch on this really quickly, I just feel like I remember just like last week, I was like, damn, you know, I'm working this quote unquote nine to five and I want to become an entrepreneur. And is this something that I should be doing? And it's funny because I want this to be one of the topics this week. So we'll just roll into it. We'll put this in together because normally I say topic one, but instead we'll just roll this in about becoming an entrepreneur. And I was like, it's so crazy how you have all of these people, you tell them, oh my God, I got the job at Pet Boys and say you wanted to be a mechanic. They would root you on and all of these posts and comments and likes. But the second you say, oh, I opened up my own store called the Murphy's, Murphy's Tires, you will get one comment, maybe two likes. So obviously we have to change the focus and what's happening. And someone said to me a long time ago, they was like, your, your consumers, well, the consumer is not your friends or family. Most of the time it's people that don't even know you. And those are the ones that's going to support you the most. And um, I thought, oh, wow, how true is that? And then I started looking at my friend who just became an entrepreneur and I said, wow, like she was asking questions and one person commented and I said, oh my God. So then it made me feel inclined to comment, but then I was like, I don't want to be put out there. And then it became this big ass thing that I felt like it was just growing and out of control. And I'm like, why, what is going on with you, Drew? Why do you feel this way? So I say all of that to say this. I think becoming an entrepreneur is something that's obviously difficult. And I think if I'm going to take this task on, I have to align certain things, right? So obviously I'm in the middle of buying a home. If I just up and change jobs, then you lose the house. So then do you rent? Do I leave my luxury apartment for, and I'm getting a little real with y'all here now. So y'all better be happy about this. <laughs> but no. Do you leave your luxury apartment and go move into maybe, you know, a standard or 
I was going to say basic, but that's rude. So you move into a standard apartment, that's probably way less than what you're paying. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, what does, when you really think about it, what does stainless steel do for you? What does granite countertops do for you? What does quartz countertops do for you? It typically does nothing for you. It's just basically giving you the aesthetic that you actually like. So how much are you willing to sacrifice? And that's the battle that I'm dealing with myself personally. Like, oh my God, I would like to do that, but then do I live in a shack? <laughs> you know? And I'm sure most of you people listening, you can, you can relate to me. But then you look at numbers like, okay, here it is. I'm working in this nine to five and I can retire. You know, I'm 35. So let's just say I'm going to retire in hopefully 30 years or I think the, I think it's 66. I'm not too sure what the fuck the age is. But let's just say I retire in 40 years. And what, I'll be 75? Yeah, 75 years old. What is Social Security going to look like? And maybe it will say I'm getting, I don't know. $2,000, but some, I'll use someone's example. I'll use someone's example. They said if I retire in 40 years, I would receive $2,200 a month, 40% of my salary. Whereas if I become an entrepreneur and then I become successful, then obviously I'll have an unlimited amount of blah, 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 blah. So it makes you feel like, well, damn, what? What am I doing here, right? That's what it makes you feel. But then it comes back and it come, what comes back into play for me at least is well then who's supposed to work for the government? Who's supposed to work at McDonald's? Who's supposed to work there? And maybe it's like a thing where people get to a certain age and you age out and then it's like okay, once you hit 40, you're no longer working for that pharmaceutical com pharmaceutical company or when you turn 25 you finally leave McDonald's and now it's for people that's 15 to 25 and then you just constantly evolve. But I think it becomes, as you can see, and you're probably confused because I'm sitting here and I'm going through the motions, your mind starts to go all over the place. Like, what? And then I think it goes back to what am I willing to sacrifice? And half of us say, Oh, we want to sacrifice and I want to make sacrifices and I want to do this and I want to do that. But in reality, we're scared because if someone took, let's just say I make a thousand dollars a month. No, no, I don't. But let's just say I make a thousand dollars a month. For someone to take that away from me, I think we all would be nervous. Like, oh my God, what am I supposed to do? Like, who's going to pay this? Who's going to pay that? And we, and we get panicked. And I think it's, it's good for you to probably take a leap. So what I will say is that next year, 2022, I will be at, this, at my government job for 10 years. If someone would have told me at 26 that I would have been at this job for 10 years, I would have told them that they were out of their damn mind. Absolutely not. It's impossible. Why would I be there 10 years? There's no way. But now we're here. And I've learned so much and I'm so grateful for all of the opportunities and all of the trainings and all of, you know, I can honestly say like, I look at some people's careers 
and the way that I've moved and moved up and constantly got promotions and increases and da 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 da, da I'm very grateful for that. Because some people was at the same level when we first came in that bitch, okay? So I am very grateful for that. But I, I'm starting to, I know it's not enough. And I know that my time is so valuable. And I feel like I'm going through this transition. Like I'm, you would think I was 45, but I'm 35. But I feel like I'm hitting this age or I'm constantly thinking about, wow, you could be dead in 30 years or in 40 years. You might not even be here. So my next 40 years or next 30 years, do I want to dedicate to this job where I'm sitting here trying to figure out what is wrong with this account or doing something that I love to do that comes easy to me, which is talking to you guys and expressing my opinions on things and feeling, um, you know, proud about being black, being proud about being gay. Like there's so many things. And I think that if someone could have reached back to me when I was a little bit younger, I think I would have had a I would have had a better hold on this because I think that's what happens is we are in this life and I think our parents and I'm not blaming my parents, but I think parents say, oh, get you a job. Oh, work for the federal government. You should work for sanitation. Get you a, a trade in computers and or refrigeration or whatever it was. Or go to college and get your bachelor's degree in psychology. Now, if that's your passion, then I think that that's what you should do. But I think that when it comes to our dreams, sometimes our parents will hold us back. So that's why I'm very conscious of what I say to my nephews now. Because my nephew said to me, oh, I want to be a YouTuber. And I said, oh, wow. Okay, well, that's cool. So why do you want to be a YouTuber? No one says I want to be a doctor or I want to be a nurse. These little kids are not saying that. You know, my other nephew said, oh, I want to be an NBA player. And I think when we were younger, kids would say that and your parents might say, oh, well, you know, hopefully you might do that. But I think that we shouldn't doubt the dream. Keep these kids dreaming because you just never know. But remember, there's always someone that's going to have to clean up at the hospital. There's always someone that's going to have to go to their federal government job because that's just the life that we live in. That we wouldn't have answers to our questions. The next thing I want to bring up is um, an organization that I keep saying I'm going to reach out to and I haven't. And I'm, I'm, I'm putting it on record because I feel like this will push me to do something. And I feel like I need to do something for this um, organization. Um, obviously, we're in COVID time, so it's a little bit difficult. But um, it was a place when I was growing up, I was like 18, 19, and me and my friends, uh, you know, we would just hang out at the house and you would hang out with guys or whatever you were doing. And my friend was like, oh, there's this place called um, legally in Long Island where we was growing up at. And basically it's a place where all the gay people go, we hang out, we kick it, we have a good time. So, you know, obviously I'm like, oh my God, this is for us. Let's go. Let's do it. Now at this time, let's keep in mind, I didn't know, I had no idea that GMHC even existed, which is Gay Men 
post crisis, which they don't. It's not all about just crisis. There's other things that happen there as well. Um, but I didn't even know that that existed. But anyway, and that's in Manhattan. So anyway, so there was this place that I would go to where I felt like I was included. Like we we didn't have to like hide who we were. We could go in there. It was like a family. It was a community. And it was just a great time. You could go there to fill out a job application if you wanted to work on a resume. If you wanted to talk to a counselor, if you wanted to party on Friday and Saturdays because they had like little party nights, they had a prom, they had all types of little different events that you can actually attend and do while just being LGBTQ+. I think that got added later. So um, it was a great place to go. So recently I had the... A friend of mine reached out to me and they were like, you know, I need you to speak to someone because this person is struggling and he's younger and he needs some type of help. And I was just like, you know, it's crazy because as much as I remember being a young guy and being 17 and 18 and some of the and going through some crazy ass shit. Right. And then I guess I was the guy that kind of could pass for straight, sort of like. People would be like, oh, I think he's gay. No, he's not gay. Maybe he might be. I don't know. But nah, he got a girl. He was with that girl. He went to that girl with the prom. and that. But it, there was chatter. But then there was children that don't pass. And you just be like, oh, no. Yeah, he's gay. Um, so I say all that to say that because I was having a conversation with the young man. And he was like, you know, I just... He said, like, I'm looking at you and I... I don't, and I'm like, get it out, get it out, and he was like, I'm envious of you, I said, envious, oh my God, of little old me, like, listen, I appreciate it, but, but no, so I'm not going to go into everything that we said, but basically what I ended up saying to him, what I said to him was that everyone goes through life, and some people make it, and some people don't. Because I'll tell you right now, I know some men that are in their 50s right now and they're closeted. And then I know there's some men that's 18 and they're closeted. But then it could be the reverse. There could be a 50-year-old that just came out. There could be an 18-year-old that just came out. I said, don't allow anyone to tell your story. However, you should always try to be your true authentic self, no matter what the situation is. I said, do you know when I was 18, I was struggling? I told myself when I was 15 that I was going to be straight by the time I turned 18 because I was tired of the little side comments and the, oh, pussy is good and, oh, taking me to the Bible, man shall not lay with man, all types of different things and all these different things that was, you know, put into my lap. So... Listening to his story, it just brought up these emotions. And I said, well, what? this would be the perfect opportunity to share with the viewers. Like, it would only make sense. So, I challenge you basically to go into your thoughts and see what bothered you. Whether that was a coming out story or any type of, you know, hatred you've you felt or you was exposed to, 
you know, there's so many different stories that we actually have. And I know that the people that listen to this podcast are not gay only. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not gay only. But I'll just say to you the... Just being a black man. I remember being 15 years old. Walking down the street. Swimming across the street and grabbed her purse. Like she pulled it closer to herself. You know? And... You know, I'm pretty sure she didn't mean any harm by it. But I guess you see a black kid. Maybe he might rob me. Maybe he won't. I'm going to pull my perks closer to myself. So I say that to say... Trauma exists in every community. And you never know how you're contributing to that trauma. Also, if you are going through something right now... Or even whenever you were going through something. I think it's okay to speak about it. So I commended him for wanting to even have a conversation with me about his struggles. Because I think it's very difficult for someone to say, hey, I'm gay. It's one of the hardest things that you ever have to do and say, I'm gay. And let it go. And people would say, well, how did you let it go? What happened? What did you do? And I said, it just took time. On top of when you are taking care of yourself, it has nothing to do with even being gay. It's just you being an adult and you being an individual. I'm not looking for your okay or your stamp of approval. Now, if you're looking for that, you're going to struggle. You're going to completely struggle. But I don't look for approval from my parents, from my brothers, whomever. I don't look for that approval any longer. So it's easy for me to just live my life authentically and just be who I want to be. And that was the message to him. You will get there. It might take time. You might, in three months, you might be like, damn, I still feel the same way. And that's okay. I said, I still have my insecurities to to this day. And I'll share one of them that I said with him. I said, you know, sometimes I feel like it's difficult when people just assume that I have a wife. If I say me and my partner, they'd be like, oh, so how long you and your wife been together? Or your girlfriend or your girl or your whatever, or woman. I didn't say it was a girl. So for me, sometimes it's difficult for me to say, oh, no, it's a guy. Then they'd be like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I, you know, I just assume. And I mean, it makes sense because most people would think you're a man. You're with a woman. No one's going to be like, oh, was he with a man? Like, But I, it just goes to show... We're not there yet. And I'm not saying that we need to be there. I want to be very clear. I'm not saying that we need to be there. But we're still at the point where people believe it's man and woman. Meanwhile, since 2015, is it 15 or 14? I can't remember. Don't quote me. But it's either 15 or 14 where men and women, I mean, well, same sex could get married. So we're way past that now. Like, federally, on a federal level... The same sex can be on a joint return. Whereas before, they could not. So I just hope and pray that either he can get into some type of a program um, and that'll help him. Because I feel like that's what helped me. I feel like that's what helped me understand and grow and come into my adulthood 
and say, yes, I am gay. Yes, I am black, but who cares? I'm here. And not, no, I'm different because I might capacitate for straight or no, I'm different because I'm not light skin or I'm not the darkest person or I'm brown skin or whatever the situation is. I feel like as long as we're, we're constantly feeding ourselves and, and putting into ourselves, we could be anything that we want to be. And that's the message. So I say to anyone that's struggling, even if you want to just reach out and say, hey, what do you think about this? I'm open. You know I'm open. I say this guy to you guys all the time. I'm extremely open. Even if you want to just talk about being black. Now, if you want to talk about being white, I can't help you. I'm sorry. I'm not white. So I can't, <laughs> I can't help you with that one. But I will definitely say if you're struggling with just being a man and being black, because that it's that title itself comes with problems. It comes with problems. And if you're a man, you I don't even need to say it anymore. You understand. And now it's time for us to understand the assignment. Execute what we know about the assignment. And then it's nothing. Nothing at all. The final topic of the evening. I can't sing, y'all, but you know, sometimes I think I can. And sometimes you gotta be like, Drew, shut up, because you can't sing, bruh. Let it go. Let it go. Um, so what I wanted to bring up the last topic was... <sighs> Do I say this every time I start a topic? I told you, this is like therapy for me, guys. Like, I'm releasing it. Um... Is the whole the mix thing? It's it's something that's it's coming up, and it's very it's it's annoying. And you might say, "What do you mean about the mix thing?" So, um, I was speaking with someone, and the person said a mix. Now, clearly, this person looks white as day, white as day. Like you would not think. This person was mixed, of course, if you looked at them. And the person said, I said, oh, so what are you mixed with? The person said Russian, um, Italian, and something else. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so you're white. And it was like, no, I'm not white. I'm Russian, I'm Italian, and whatever else. And I'm like, what? Okay. So... It made me feel like, because, you know, I know there's some white and proud people out here. Excuse me. But it made me feel like, do people not want to associate with being white anymore? And I'm going to call my friend out really quick because he's, quote unquote, mixed. And he says, when people ask him, what is he? He says, I'm mixed. I'm black and Italian. He never says I'm black and white. Now, I know here in America, we make it seem like, and I guess it's the white man's fault, we make it seem like race is such a big deal, and that's how we have to identify, but I think that it's important because me me showing up to your door, right, you're going to be like, oh, he's black. That's the first thing people see. He's a man, and he's black. Just like if a white woman can't, or if the person looked white, 
We're like, oh, that's a white woman. That's what we would say as black people. So why are people trying to confuse us or try to make it seem like, oh, no, I'm this and Italian. No, bitch, you're white. You're not Italian. So why? <laughs> and I'm laughing, but I don't mean to laugh. But it's it's almost, it's something that gets under my skin now. And I feel like it's because of the shift in the world with the whole Black Lives Matter thing and how people are saying, oh, we don't like white people. So people don't want to identify as being white. They want to throw you off and say, oh, Italian, I'm Irish, I'm Russian, and all these other different things. So I guess that'll make us say, oh, well, you're not as bad because you're Italian. I guess it's a little bit different. But at the end of the day, what box are you checking? Because let's just say you was Irish and Italian. You're going to check I'm white. You're not going to, or Caucasian. You're not going to check I'm Italian and Irish. That's not an option. Or maybe it's just me and maybe I'm the issue. Or maybe people that think like me are the issue and they're just like, because when people say, what are you? I say, I'm black. I don't say, oh, I'm African-American. Now, granted, black is not, well, black is kind of a, a checkbox, but most people don't, even for someone, okay, this is a bad example. If someone is Haitian or someone is Jamaican, we don't have a checkbox for Jamaican or Haitian. It's black, African-American. That's what it says. Unless you want to say you other, I guess you could. If that's what you wanted to do. But I'm just, I'm, I think people are trying to hide themselves. And I feel like, well, if, you, if you're black and white and that's what you want to identify, then fine, then identify as that. But don't be upset when we put you to the test. Because then, or I shouldn't say to the test, or but if something comes up where it has to do with race then don't try to back down because you said you were Italian. And that leads, oh my God, that leads me to this point that I just thought of. Because, oh wow, I'm going to have to call him. I can't say this on the show because he would be pissed. <laughs> but at least without, 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 I'm sorry. At least I can't say this. Wait, bitch, I lost my train of thought. Bitch, it's COVID, I'm telling you. Since I had COVID, my brain be like all fucked up. I can't talk about this unless I had his permission. I would feel more comfortable if he said it was fine to talk about it and I had his permission. Um, yeah. I'm going to also talk to my doctor too about this whole brain fog because I feel like I'd be losing my brain. Like, sometimes I'd be having a thought and the shit would just leave. And I'm like, wait, where did it go? And my friend was saying on, I completely changed the topics, I know. But my friend was just saying, she has brain fog. And I'm like, really? After having COVID? Okay, back to the to the topic at hand. I feel like we need to start applying pressure to these people that are trying to get away with saying, I'm Italian, I'm Russian, I'm this, I'm that. Because when it comes down to it, if we were in the times and you could pass... Your ass would say you was white. You would not say that you was Italian. Maybe you would. I don't know. But I feel like you would definitely try to pass and get on the side that was 
enslaving the people. You wouldn't want to be like, oh, no, 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 mm-mm. I'll be a slave. That wouldn't have been what you would have chosen. That's the show, y'all. That's the show. So, again, I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, You guys have been so supportive. I thank you guys for listening, for checking the kid out. I ain't going to say the boy. And I'll see you guys next time on Drew Presents. You guys have a nice weekend. Remember, we in November. I think I said that last week. But we're in November. Thanksgiving is coming. Christmas is coming. The New Year is coming. Fuck with, fuck with the kid. All right, good night.